With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Bo Champion, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. All right, here we go. Uh, the balance of the hour as we head to the top of it. This is our number two of the program, Pit Pass, Motor Racing Weekly. How refreshing is the interview with Danny Essick. I mean, Tony, we've had him on, I don't know how many times over the years, but uh, he, he... Three. Th- is it a total of three times? <laughs> but he's so funny. Closer to 30, but yeah. Yeah, it's just very funny cat. Uh, but his performance speaks uh, speaks volumes. Uh, also in studio, uh, Sheriff Kevin Schneider. You can go to his website, make a, a direct donation. He's got a golf tournament coming up. When is that, Kev? going to be September. In September, Okay. Last golf outing, I've heard that you had to turn people away. We did. We had a lot of uh, golfers that wanted to play, had a lot of fun, and uh, so we had to turn them away, unfortunately. But uh, Was it it a shotgun start? It was. Was there literally a shotgun? There was not. There was not. (laughs) Is that legal or illegal? What golf courses are you you guys planning on playing? Uh, We have Terrace Hills reserved out in Altoona. Okay, very cool. Well, we wish you all the best in that regard. Go to uh, You can go to PolkCountyIowa.gov to see Kevin's background. He's been a lifelong resident of Des Moines. Uh, he actually worked for my father for a number of years. He just accompanied my dad to Washington, D.C. on the honor flight. How cool was that? That was uh, awesome. I'll tell you, there's no words that describe it. It was great to uh, be able to pay back for a little bit for all the things your dad did for me when I was young mm. and uh, gave me the job there pumping gas and washing windows. Back in the day, yeah, I give folks an idea how old I am. <laughs> uh, but it was it was a thrill, and it was a thrill to spend time with those other veterans. And uh, I guess it's a sign that I'm getting a little bit older because I knew some of those veterans that that uh, I might snow ski with or ride motorcycles with. And right. uh, it was kind of nice to see those guys as well. Now, what 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 do you ride again? I ride a uh, Harley Ultra Limited. Okay, what year? Blah, 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 blah. Like that? <laughs> Sounds about like that's that. when he downshifts. <laughs> I have one of those bikes, so I can't make fun. Well, our our next guest, oh, I don't know if he has bikes. a Harley or not. Um, let's go to uh, line twelve, Jack, and let's bring up Ryan Sipes. Ryan, how are you? Hey, doing good, guys. How are y'all? Good, man. Do you have a street bike? I do. Um, it was a 2001 Harley Sportster. Um, it's now, uh, doesn't look anything like it. I had uh, the guys over at Hugo Moto um, turn it into a scrambler. So it's got like <laughs> three times the suspension now and off-road tires. I remember that bike. Uh, chain drive. And yeah, it's it's pretty fun, man. You can, you can ride it on the road. I've put like 800 miles on the road miles on it, but you can take it into trails too. It's pretty fun. Ryan, you uh, you just got back from. I assume you're home from. Yeah. Holy cow, dude! What were you thinking? (laughs) Tell us about Uh, what you did over the week, this past week. Yeah, um, it was kind of crazy, man. Like we with Red Bull, signed on with Red Bull this year, and I did a schedule last year that was kind of just out of the ordinary. Like nobody really does it. I just bounced around. I didn't do a full series. I just kind of did a bunch of different. Stuff. Motor, motocross, um, sprint enduro, um, GNCC, all kinds of different stuff. And then 
so Red Bull came along. They said, we, we love your idea. We think this is awesome. We want to help you and expand upon it. So uh, when we were making the schedule for this year, they're like, well, we need to do Supercross. And that was a little scary to jump back into that after six years being gone. But, but also they said, we have to do hard enduro because their idea is let's make, let's see who's the best all around rider in the world. Um, or that's kind of the, the, the way they're pushing this schedule. So they said, we have to include hard neuro. And <laughs> when they said, you know, we have to do it, they said, well, we might as well do Erzberg because that's the biggest, baddest one of them all. That's the most well-known, the hardest one, all that. And I'm over here going, guys, I'm not going to be good at it. Like, I promise you, it's that's not my specialty. <laughs> you know, like, don't expect me to go win or even finish. And they're like, no, that's that's part of it. Like, you know, take a guy that's never done anything like that and put him over there, and it's going to be really hard. And it was, man. It was, it was super tough. Like I, I've never, um, and I put this on on my post on social media. Like I've never questioned my my ability on a motorcycle as much. Like you go to a Supercross. I remember my first year in Supercross going to Walker Track, and it's like I didn't think <clears throat> back then it would be like <clears throat> I'm going. No, we're not going to triple this, and then. Second lap of practice, everybody's tripling it. Well, this was kind of like that, but in a way different way. We go there, and these hills are, I mean, almost vertical. And they look, they just look impossible. And the rocks are huge, and hmm. big holes everywhere. And I'm going, we're not making this. Or I'm not making it. And But everybody made it. Like, well, 16 guys finished it. So, And I got two-thirds of the way. You know, I think I did okay for, for never doing anything like it, but yeah, it was just something totally different, and I was uh, <clears throat> I was blown away by by how difficult it was, and and then the skill level of the guys who actually finished it because they're they're uh, amazing, amazing riders. How many hours did it take to do two thirds of it? <clears throat> well, so there's a four hour time limit. So if you and then basically they go by if you don't get to the finish line they go by how many checkpoints you made and there's 27 checkpoints i made 18 of them um so i got through the 18th checkpoint there was a super gnarly hill right before and i was cramping and everything i had to take like a two-minute break and get some electrolytes and all this stuff and then i made it made up the hill made the checkpoint and then uh, i was halfway through the next rock garden and uh, probably five minutes from the infamous carl's diner and uh, then it timed out four hours, and the big horn blows, and then you're done. And I was, I was not, <laughs> I was ready for the horn to blow. I wasn't <laughs> trying to keep going. You were done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I wasn't going to quit before the time was over because that would be, I'm, mean, that's just not the way I do things. But I was ready for it to be over, no doubt. So uh, I'll tell you this as a, and I think we're friends. You know, we we communicate here and there and whatever. When I see it, it's, it's exciting. something from me, but yeah. It's Whatever, <laughs> dude. What? I'm just, I'm just kidding. Whatever. <laughs> Come on. I'm just kidding. He was waiting the entire interview for that uh, uh-huh. opportunity to say that. <laughs> He's a very patient man. By the way, I do. there's a few things I could use. Uh, if, well, I'll talk after the after the show. Yeah. I need a little help with something. But no, um, but I, but just the thing, you know, and I, and I told you this, It was. it's one of my most favorite stories of the year your flat track, your off-road, your supercross, and then you go out and you don't embarrass yourself in any of it. And it's like, 
you you know it's it's really fun and and you got to be you know you think about the grind when you were doing supercross and you were out there trying to win a title and that kind of thing and now it's like you know one week you're hanging out with your buddy travis pastrana and the next week you're doing this and you you know what i mean it's uh it's it's for me as a fan and i enjoy doing all kinds of different racing and riding and stuff for me that's the most fun to watch but um the erzberg thing you know i i I could see myself doing the Daytona TT. Not that I do well, but I could see myself like signing up for that. I could see myself racing the GNCC. I did the same day you did in Florida. Actually, I could. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't see myself racing the Supercross because I'm I'm not at that skill level. But but I get it. You know, like I I. But the Erzberg thing to me is completely. I mean, and I my heart's into off road more than way more than it is into motocross these days. Well, what's scary about it for you? Uh, Erzberg, the, the the rocks are the size of my van. Okay, and I don't know how you'd get over them. And there's not one, but like a million of them in one section, and and uh, just the speeds that they go to get to that stuff. I don't know. I mean, Ryan could answer that a lot lot better than I could. It, it's it's Erzberg. It's the most famous hard enduro in the world. Unique challenges await each and every rider. Yes, R- Ryan, talk That's crazy. T- man. Talk like, a little bit about I, that. I can't. Yeah, like, well, you've, I mean, obviously to get ready for it, um, I, I rode the hardest stuff that I have, or at least the hardest things that I thought I could make. So I didn't go after the hills that looked impossible. Um, I went, yeah, I went over the rocks and the hills that I was like, this is going to be hard, but I'll figure it out. (laughs) And then I go there and it changed my mind forever on what's possible on a dirt bike. Um, because when I'm walking this track, I'm, I've watched um, a ton of the GoPro videos and the, the highlight videos and stuff from, from the years past because that's all I had to go on, you know, per, to prepare for the thing. Like, I wanted to know what I'm up against, so I'm watching all these things. Uh, it's like on video, you're like, it looks tough, but yeah, I, I can do that. Like if they can do it, I can do it. Right. And then you get there and you're like, no, I, I, I can't do this. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, I'm not going to make that. Wow. And yeah, it, it was, it blew my mind. It was five times bigger and harder looking in person than it was on video. That's the thing about like videos and, and photos and all that is like, we all look at them nonstop on social media, but, in person it's that much bigger and badder you know and uh so i've you know i'm going i've i was probably more nervous for that race than i've been in 20 years wow just because i'm like i don't know if i can even get past the first part (laughs) like this is gnarly and then you get there and and i made it through a lot of the stuff that i didn't think i would um but again it's like um you know, you never know till you try it, I guess. I'd never tried anything like that. And so that's why, I like, now I have things on my property here and Dad's property that I've probably never tried because I thought it was impossible, but it's not. You can do it. Mind you over matter. Figure out how. Like, yeah. yeah, you have to, like, acquire that skill to figure out how to get the traction and, and all that. And that's what I'm lacking um, as far as, like, the, the Airsburg things go is, like, I don't have that trial skill and that skill of, like, figuring out where how to get the traction when there's basically none none um 
Yeah, it was just it was it blew my mind. Um, walking it and then riding it and and you know making the making it through to four hours and where I did like I'm not I'm not ashamed of where I made it. Like I I know people in the past like American riders have made it way further than I have. Cody Webb's finished second, almost won it. Taylor Robert finished it. Colton Haker finished it. But I'm not ashamed of where I finished because I've never done anything like that, like not even close, you know. So Ryan, we're, it was crazy. Sadly, we're out of time. But I, do you ever – I want to hope you can answer this before we go, but do you ever, like, see yourself putting on a race? You know, if you got stuff that's pretty gnarly at your dad's farm or your place, whatever, does it kind of give you, like, man, I'd like to lay out a course – that's super technical and really and do a hard enduro here in the United States and put my name on it as my signature race. You had all the connections, you know, for sponsors to make something like cool like that happen. Does that does that interest you at all? Man, if I put it on a race, it would be a grass track race because I've I have the best grass track <laughs> in the country probably. So I don't know. Redbud's got a pretty good one here. Yeah, your no, dad did. He called it his backyard. Right. Yeah. You, yeah, I'm talking about a hayfield, no jumps. A full-on grass track. It would be sick. A cow grass. Sipes, always yeah. good to talk to you, buddy. Thank you so much. Uh, literally up against the clock. Appreciate you joining us, bud. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Ryan Sipes, uh, Danny Eslick, John Ewart, uh, Henry Wiles, Cole Seeley, our guest. A music supplied by Sublime with Rome. The new song just dropped, Light On. In the studio, it's been a pleasure having uh, our sheriff of Polk County, Kevin Schneider. You have no idea how proud I am of you. Well, I appreciate that, Scott. And we've been friends for about 53 years, I think yeah. we figured out tonight. So uh, it, uh, we got a lot of good memories. We do. Thanks, buddy. You bet. Be safe, okay? All right, for each and every one of us, uh, we appreciate you listening. For Tony Wink, Ed Camp, and P.J. Duran, Chris Bishop, Tommy Boy, Jack and Leon DeLeon, this has been another exciting edition of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly on the Evergreen Podcast System. May I have your attention, please? Excuse me. <clears throat> Are you listening to me? Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.